Let us pray. Where could I go from your spirit? Or where could I flee from your presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn and settle in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand will lead me, and your right hand will hold me. Psalm chapter 139, verses 7 through 10. Dear Lord, today I am thankful for your Spirit. There is no low point in my life beyond your comfort or highs in my life beyond your celebration. You are ever-present and ever-loving to me. Thank you for the counsel of your Spirit as you lead me in the highs and lows of my life. Whether it be feast or famine, I can have confidence in your divine plan and lean on the strength of your Spirit. Remind me of my new heart that is sensitive to your leading, so that I'm aware of your inspiring love within me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith, with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. Does your money stretch as far as it used to? Most likely no. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem? Every new dollar makes each of your dollars worth less. Our sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their IRAs or 401ks from the dollar's loss in value with physical gold and silver. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word Heartbeat to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit now by texting Heartbeat to the number 989898. Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Today, let's explore the depths of Scripture as we continue our special series through themes of the Bible. As we journey through this year together, we will discover how each story, letter, prophecy, and poem are interwoven like threads of an elegant tapestry, revealing a grand biblical universe. I pray we'll be able to appreciate just how interconnected the stories in the Bible are. So let's move together in rhythm with the heartbeat of faith. Today we'll further explore a simple yet profound question. Who is God? And now we'll dive deeper into the third and more mysterious person of the Trinity, God the Spirit, otherwise known as the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit convicts the world of their unbelief, comforts the believer in times of trouble, and empowers us with His love and counsel. If you've been listening to the Bible in a Year podcast up until now, you may recall many times the Spirit of God gave life, guidance, and power to believers. Perhaps the best way to begin understanding the Holy Spirit is by looking back to the beginning when God's Spirit hovered over the chaotic nothingness. In the very beginning, out of nothingness, God formed and created the expanse of space and the details of Earth. 
The earth was empty, chaotic, and without life. God's spirit hovered over the empty and chaotic void. Then, at an instant, God spoke. Let there be light. He called out, and there was light, just as he commanded. For from God's lips springs forth reality. In the Old Testament, the word for God's spirit is ruah, which means breath or wind. In the same way, our breath sustains our life, and the wind, although unseen, moves with incredible force. God's Spirit gives us life and moves within us in an inspiring way. Jesus described the Spirit in this way when he spoke with Nicodemus. Nicodemus was an expert in the Old Testament scriptures, but he had difficulty understanding what Jesus meant by born of water and born of the Spirit. Every human is born of water after spending many months in their mother's womb. This is what Jesus meant when he said, flesh gives birth to flesh. But a second birth, being born of the Spirit, is also needed if we want to experience new life with God. When we believe the gospel message, we open the door of our lives to God's Spirit, and He causes us to be born of Him. This second birth means we get a new heart, a new spirit, and God's Spirit living in us forever. This radical exchange of personhood changes our very nature. This is the true essence of what it means to be saved by Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is the one who causes this dramatic transformation of new birth within us. Nicodemus began speaking. Rabbi, there is no doubt in my mind you are a teacher sent from God. No one can do these things that you have been doing otherwise. Jesus nodded in agreement. However, he was more than a teacher. Unless one is born again, he truly cannot see the kingdom of God, Jesus said. Nicodemus was confused at his statement. I'm not sure I follow, Rabbi. Are you suggesting that someone needs to re-enter his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus gave a gentle laugh. No, no. Listen, unless you are born of the Spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. We are all born in the flesh, yes. However, not all are born of the Spirit. Jesus could tell that Nicodemus was having difficulty understanding. He leaned forward and touched Nicodemus' shoulder. Don't be confused by this, he said reassuringly. The wind blows and nobody can see it. It is the same with being born by the Spirit. Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit more than anybody else in the Bible. While being fully God yet fully man, Jesus trusted the Holy Spirit as he performed miracles, resisted temptation, and was raised from the dead by the Spirit's power. Just as Jesus would have remained in the tomb without the Holy Spirit, we are spiritually dead without him. The Holy Spirit is God's breath of life made available to us. We see this in the very beginning in the book of Genesis. The world was new, and its refreshing mist was covering the land. Streams and rivers flowed from the ground, giving life to all plants and living creatures. Among the quiet and new earth, God was at work. Personally and intricately, God formed a man from the dust, as a potter does with clay. 
Then he breathed life into him. God named him and knew him. His name was Adam. The breath of life, God's Ruah, gave Adam's unanimated body life and power in the Garden of Eden. And just as Adam was physically powerless in the Garden of Eden without God's life, the disciples were spiritually powerless to overcome their fears. That's when Jesus gave them a sample of things to come by breathing on them, saying, Receive the Holy Spirit. The disciples were entrenched in their homes with the doors locked, afraid that the high priest would come for them next. So much sorrow, so much grief, so much loss welled up within them. Their king, their teacher, and their friend had died. All hope seemed lost as they rotted in their home waiting to be taken. Then a still and quiet voice spoke from the corner of the room, Peace be with you. The disciples turned their heads to see Jesus standing among them. His smile was radiant, and his presence was refreshing like a cool spring in a desolate desert. The disciples were frightened at first, thinking that they were witnessing a ghost. Do not be scared, Jesus said. Why do your hearts rise with trouble as if in the storm? The disciples grew closer to see Jesus in his glory. Look upon my hands and feet. See the scars for yourselves. They fell at his feet and worshipped him. Jesus ate with them and spoke of the fulfillment of prophecy, that the Messiah must suffer and rise again for humanity to be redeemed. Then Jesus embraced them and breathed on them, saying, Receive the Holy Spirit. The same breath that breathed life into mankind in the Garden of Eden breathed new life into the disciples that day. Through the breath of Jesus, the disciples became acquainted with the power of the Holy Spirit. It was a preview of coming attractions, as Pentecost would bring the disciples a permanent power from on high that was worth waiting for. They would be born of the Spirit and empowered for the rocky road ahead. God's comforting and life-giving breath is available to you and me today. The same Spirit that hovered over the dark abyss in Genesis comforts you and me in our darkest moments. The Spirit that gave Adam and Eve life in the garden provides us with the power over sin and death. The Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead has raised us up to newness of life too. And this same Spirit of God living in us even gives life to our mortal bodies as we become walking expressions of Jesus to those around us. This happens as we tune into the Spirit, into the heartbeat of faith. There is, therefore, now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who don't walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free from the law of sin and of death. For what the law couldn't do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did, sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin He condemned sin in the flesh, that the ordinance of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit.
For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For the mind of the flesh is death, but the mind of the Spirit is life and peace, because the mind of the flesh is hostile toward God. For it is not subject to God's law, neither indeed can it be. Those who are in the flesh can't please God, but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if it is so that the Spirit of God dwells in you. But if any man doesn't have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. If Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Romans 8.1-11 Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Follow the podcast so you can experience the Bible in this inspiring and entertaining way. Also, download the Pray.com app, and to be further encouraged in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.